Welcome to the TTPOA podcast, a podcast for SWAT officers, military, and all first responders. We'll be talking training, tactics, and leadership with the best subject matter experts around. Here are your hosts, Derek and Brandon. Well, thank you, intro guy, for introing us. I'm Brandon. What's up, Sexy D? Nothing, man. What are you up to? Just seems like I just saw you like 24 hours ago. No, it was like two nights ago. Like the same place. Same place. Was it 20? Was it two? It was two nights ago. Oh, yeah, it was. Shit, man. This runs. Damn, your ass is getting old, bro. I know. That and we we, we hardly ever do. Well, I guess at the conference, we did back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, we had a busy week this week. Yeah, That's right. But, so. we're, but we're making it happen, man. We're making yeah, it happen. We are, man. We are. Um, so we're here back in our uh, studios in Irving this time again. Yeah. Uh, we won't even tell you how nice it is. You'll be jealous. We have a very, very special guest, man. He's got those baby blues looking at me right now. That's true. true. Turning me on. <laughs> That's for later. Um, no. Um, so I first met this man. Um Laying down, sweaty, and he was rubbing on me. That's how I first met you at the SWAT conference this year. It's true. That's kind of how true I met you, too. I get that a lot. That's, that's normally and, how it starts. And, and the weird part was I had my Ranger panties on. Yeah. Because my hamstrings need, needed some work. <laughs> Bro, your hamstrings were just knotted. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, those Ranger panties are nice. So go on the yeah. website. We still have those on the website. Yeah, we do. All right. So there you can go check that out. Little little uh, pub for that. So no, uh, we have Jake Labhart with us. I didn't fuck that up, did I? All right, sweet, Nailed it. sweet. So uh, Jake is now one of the uh, what was it? What's your title for TPA? Like an advisor? Is that what, is that what they call training it? advisor? Training board. advisory board, man. Yep. So welcome to the uh, the TTPOA team. Glad to have you on. I think you could bring a. a different background uh than what we've had uh and i'm excited about that appreciate it. uh we've had a lot of talks since uh, our winter board meeting got to uh and we've talked a lot i'm sure our wives are like oh my they're talking again <laughs> yeah. or something like that so um yep, yep. man we want to have you on the uh want to have you on the show just uh because of one of the classes that uh, that we're promoting but also just to kind of get you out there you have a uh, a different um, uniqueness to you that what you bring to the SWAT community. So we wanted to talk about that. So man, let us know what you got, Jake. Let's hear about you. Yeah. So I, I appreciate you guys having me on first off. We had to, man. You're welcome. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you kind of, I mean, you kind of forced <laughs> yeah, us to have you on. Much. So. I was like, listen, if y'all yeah. know, no, yeah. Yeah. um, but, through the roof. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sorry. This is episode 18. Yeah. I forgot to say that. Uh, so before we start, Jake, I'm sorry. I, I think I'm going to keep letting you do these intros because <laughs> they are so smooth, man. I mean, like just silky smooth words and right, no man. no confusion. Hell no, no, man. No nothing. I mean, it's just straight to the fucking point. That's right. I don't yeah. play around. All right, Jake, I'm sorry. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> High speed, low drag. Um, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I, one, I appreciate you guys letting me be on here. Uh, second, though, I, I'm as far as TTPOA, oh. uh, a huge, huge opportunity. Um with my background, what I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy doing, human mm-hmm. performance, specifically specifically for special operations. Okay. I think that um, being able to come into the TTPOA, I'm, I'm hoping that we can make a big difference here, mm-hmm. get a good human performance campaign running. I think you will. And change some lives. I, I think that we saw some really good um, positive where I, I met you both. Yeah. At the competition. Yeah. Yeah. Sweaty guys. Yeah. Their, Weird. Their, 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 rub their, down. Uh, their, their hamstrings. Get the rub down. down. But um, 
but no, it, it's uh, it's been good. So I, I really appreciate the opportunity and, and yeah. decided to see what we can do. So what um, is your background, man? Prior, uh, so went to Texas A&M, graduated. Whoop. Giggum. Giggum, right? Giggum. Thumbs up or something. Thumbs up. Nailed it. Woo. I'm not, first off, not a good Aggie. Barely graduated. Yeah, where's your Aggie ring at? I know. I'm not a good Aggie, man. I know. I know. My grandfather be, no, actually, he great man but he, <laughs> like where's that ring bro <laughs> no uh I, I to be honest i did not want to graduate uh-huh. I, I wanted to drop out enlist in the army uh-huh. my wife was like we were dating at the time she was like drop out i was like you know what i'm gonna stay around <laughs> a little bit longer so i graduated um then i enlisted in the army okay went in for uh was infantry jumped out of some airplanes um I, I don't tell everybody this out the gate. Normally I just say infantry, but I actually went in with an 18 X-ray contract, tried to go to the special forces route, uh-huh. uh, went through selection, got selected, went into the Q course, ended up getting hurt mm-hmm. and got med boarded out of the army. Okay. Very, very difficult time in my life. So I'd, so. I'd, I'd committed. I was like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Right. Felt like it kind of get yanked from me. Kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. looking back now, like I was an idiot. I trained <laughs> terribly, yeah. which is why I'm, I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, so got out, went got my doctorate in physical therapy. Um, I literally got into PT school my second year. Um, had a very fortunate opportunity to go work. One step back, started conducting research mm-hmm. on a local SWAT team, uh, SRT in North Carolina, to where I was assessing their physical fitness and collecting data. Okay. And then I started looking at how it affects their marksmanship. Hmm. Um from that, I started collecting research on quite a few local teams in North Carolina and assessing, again, it was, it was really the marksmanship component. I had mm. some buddies that were um, that were at the Special Forces kind of CQB school, okay. and we had gotten shot a lot. We talked about a lot of different measures, so I, I built out this uh, research, essentially, and just had some very unique opportunities in North Carolina, which led to, not foreseeing, uh, went out to a, uh, with a, f- uh, a federal special operations unit. Okay. Next thing I knew I was standing out at the facility and I was like, how in the hell did I get out here? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, but I saw an opportunity to start doing human performance, um, in the special operations community. So we're talking human performance just on operators. Yep. That's just it. on like military dudes, SWAT dudes. Exactly. So in PT school, you know, it's, it's gen pop, mm-hmm. like you're working with kids, athletes, whatever. Right at the beginning of my second year is when I went out with that unit and I pretty much graduated because the government was paying oh, for my okay. tuition and they were like, well, we're not going to kick him out. But <laughs> I started my company in my second year of PT school. Oh wow. Um, I started working with multiple federal teams at that time. Day one, after I graduated, I have not treated a patient in the general population since Oh wow. I have only worked with uh, special operations units at the local and federal level. And so, um, through that, though, started doing a lot of strength and conditioning, kind of that human performance on the programming side. Mm-hmm. Pulled a lot of data. It went really well. However, that how it impacts marksmanship is really where I started, uh, I would like to say maybe, separating mm-hmm. myself because I, I had a, the opportunity to go out with so many different units. I was seeing all these different um, CQB styles and and uh, just how different teams worked right. depending on the mission. It allowed me to understand Y'all's role a lot better and more clear than probably most human performance experts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I started looking at, well, how does it actually affect marksmanship? I was working with all these units. A lot of people don't have access to. Right. And so I was collecting this data and next thing I knew, it just kind of kept growing and growing until uh, we developed, I, 
I developed a course with uh, a team guy. We started running with a lot of the federal teams. It's a, uh, it's a diagnostic course. So we, you have a question? No, go ahead. We went and looked at, I pulled the research on what in the special operations world, mm-hmm. what human performance measures are most used, which I know we've talked, we talked about it. Yeah. Yep. Agility is, is number one. Used. Right. Agility, strength, power, anaerobic endurance. Um, so before we get too deep into this, is this something that you're available for teams now in the North Texas area? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You- I, I, I am, but I'm trying to come into the TTPOA and make this, this is what this course is designed for. So right. the course we're holding on April, 2021, mm-hmm. we're going to hold at least two more, probably more of them, but at least it seems like there's quite a bit of interest there. Yeah, That's where this lot. course comes from. Yes, I still do it. Mm-hmm. If any, if any team wants to hundred percent, I've now strength coaches I brought in that don't have the same qualification I do, but I make them come in and they learn about the community. Yeah. So although they have coached at the division one level and are amazing strength coaches, that does not qualify you to, to work with you guys. Yeah. Tom Brady. So, so they all say like an athlete's an athlete. Exactly. So I, I'll go ahead and I'll nail my pet peeve here. Okay. I hate this. Okay. I mean, like, first off, you just totally knife hand the shit out of me. Yes, you said just knife hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Because like, it's it, super this aggressive one, right now. This, uh-huh. this one really yeah. bothers me. Okay, bitch slap him. You can, say, bro, you, calm you, down. You can have you can have to be the best strength coach in the world. Okay, okay, that's awesome. And, and I, I, if you if you're with a professional football team or whoever it is, if you do not understand the special operations community, what you guys do to the very detailed level. Mm-hmm. All you can do is the, so there, there's two, two, two things. Let me GPP generalized physical preparedness, SPP specialized physical preparedness. Okay. Okay. General, any strength coach can do that. Right. CrossFit can do it. If you want to go run marathons, if you just want to lift, whatever mm-hmm. general rock on you, 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 any coach can come in and do that with, I could go do it with the Dallas Cowboys, Right. the Dallas Cowboys coach could come here and they could do it with you guys before the specialized that's where you separate yourself. If you do not understand what you guys do mm-hmm. inside of a house, vehicle takedown, sniper operations, whatever it is, right. you cannot be the strength coach or the human performance expert to the level that you guys need it. Y'all's job is not a game. It's, yeah. li- it's life or death for not only yourself, but the person on the opposite end, whether it's a right. suspect, victim, whoever. And, and so I'm very passionate about that. I don't like the tactical athlete because that is a very generalized concept. Mm-hmm. Special operations. I know that everybody likes to have their you know, big <laughs> yeah. hair, but yeah. are special, right? Yeah. Like it, it is different. And so I, I, that term really bothers me because I've seen a lot of coaches come in and be like, oh, well, I coached at division one level in football. Yeah. I do not care. No. If you have treated a professional athlete as a, as a PT or as a nutritionist, like, again, I do not care. If you do not understand this world of special operations, primarily law enforcement. And that's another one, even military versus law enforcement. Right. My background was in PT school. I went over to USASOC and worked with Green Berets, Rangers, and there were some other units there. They are different than you guys. Yeah. They go on longer movements. Mm-hmm. So like their training is different. They don't roll up in a bear cat. Yeah. Like it, it's, it is different. Yeah. And so if you don't understand those intricacies as a human performance expert, you are not going to be effective. Yeah. Now what I, what I liked about, you and the conversations is we were talking and I think you're, I was on the phone, but I'm pretty sure your eyes lit up and you got really excited because your <laughs> voice got, you know, loud and excited. Possibly. But when I said, Hey, if you want to bring the people that you're bringing on to our SWAT school so they could yep. 
be a part of that. You're like, oh my gosh, hell yeah, because I want them to know what y'all are doing. I want them to feel that. I want them to understand that. And I think that's a that's a really great thing that you're doing to have the buy-in from your trainers to also understand what a little bit of what we're doing. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's important. Yeah. Um, because always, one of my favorite th- sayings is you don't know what you don't know. And I, I think that's educating the, the people to, to serve us better is a, is a huge, huge attribute that, that you have. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I, 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 and I'm glad to hear that because I think that's something, again, I'm obviously mm-hmm. very passionate about, um, it, the coaches that I've worked with in the past that have, have worked with different teams, whether it be a PT strength coach, they have their doctorate, they have their masters. Mm-hmm. They're obviously educated yeah, and, and they should be. Right. And, and here's something that I also will, we can get to later, but that I am passionate about as well. If, if we were going to teach points of domination, mm. like I, I know what that is, right? but that's not what I hold my doctorate in. Yeah. You two should teach points of domination. However, I probably can teach a pretty good strength, speed progression, you know, yeah. eccentric, yeah. whatever, right? right? Like that is where my education is. So I appreciate that that education's there for my coaches, but all of them go see a training. If we can get, them to observe yeah. live, a live op. If we can see them on the range, if they can shoot, like it's very, something is very important. If yeah. you have not seen CQB, if you've not seen a team go into a room and realize that thoracic rotation is a wicked important. So you don't cross your legs over mm-hmm. like you're missing something, no. right? As a PT, if you don't understand why that thoracic rotation is important, you're all you're doing is you're building that general yeah. which anybody can do that mm-hmm. with a, with a doctor and masters, whatever it is. Yeah. So I appreciated that opportunity and, and I oh, think it will sure. be very beneficial for the, the, see, I told you to yeah. that rotation was important. You fucking try to argue with me on that shit. I told you it was very important <laughs> what we're doing. You were talking about other things you were rotating. No. On, dude. dude, not, no. not SWAT no. stuff. No. Thoracic rotation is exactly what I was talking to you about. Oh, I thought you were never heard of that. See, you had so, something on your phone that you were hiding from me when you were talking about that. That's weird. <laughs> okay. So, Obviously, I go, I go work out, right? I mean, I go to the gym. Oh, and, let's brag! Yeah. I know. Look as he flexes his Shoot. arms. I go work out. <laughs> so, if you didn't see this guy in person, like I mean, I mean, you're clearly gonna know he works out. But I do like a dumb. general. I do a general workout. Yeah. Right. So, is that hindering my ability when it comes to operational uh, yeah. tempo or operational speed or, or I mean, the, the firearms? Gym. Yeah, I mean, I get like shooting under stress with fatigue and elevated heart rate and all that because we do train, you know, sure. train that stuff at the range. So, sure. yeah, it's a great question. So, I, I'm pretty big on this. That SPP needs to be the primary number one in your training. A lot of guys are uh, huge, or you may have a, a marathoner. Mm. That's, I'm I'm down with that. Or a couch potato. Yeah, yeah or a couch potato. No, uh, one, one of the federal teams they they had this guy that was no offense to you, but he was he was even huger. Like he, he was huge. Doubtful. He, he did. He did like, he did like a uh, strongman competition and stuff like that. And, so did I. Uh, Let's yeah. brag. Okay. But he was smarter though than Dirk. He was huge. I got Let's you. just I put it you. that way. He, he was you. a big dude yeah. that I was like, holy crap for a, 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 a federal team like that. I watching him, like he moved well, but he, what I appreciated about him is when we trained that team, he took it super, super serious. He said, this is my number one job is being an operator. How do I, how do I become a better operator? Mm-hmm. And then secondary, he did a strongman stuff and all these different things. And he asked for programming for it. That's in my opinion, 
you you all as professional yeah professionals can those two correlate together can you work so those two? Th- and there are uh, listen let's just say here's object a here that's the perfect operator in the world whatever that is right now we don't have that or otherwise every single person we just be like do this exact however there's good research out there of showing again like agility power speed if you're I, this is kind of the example I, I give a story i say team enters enters the room Big dude goes down, mm-hmm. takes around, bam, hits ground. Number two guy, let's say number three guy, since we're on the same side, right? Mm-hmm. Number three guy is your marathoner. Got mm-hmm. great aerobic endurance, but he can't drag him out of the room. Now you have a massive problem. Whose fault is it? Fat Otherwise, boys. It's a skinny guy no. for not being a fucking <laughs> no, no, lifter. No, the, no, absolutely. No, 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 the correct no, answer, no. the, the kind of I, I, I bait Both. people. Yeah. That I, well, hang on. There's more to the story. Oh. The, the answer I bait to people is – it's the endurance guy, right? He wasn't strong enough to drag his buddy out. Yeah. The second part of the story though, they had to run across a big parking lot. They had to run upstairs. The big dude enters the room, sees threat, but he's just gassed, mm-hmm. bang, squeezes around over threat's head. Then he takes around. Yeah. So it's both people's fault, right? right? Like you need, you need parts of both. Yeah. So anytime that you are ever too far one way or the other, I caution guys of, of, the answer's here, right? Everything within moderation to an extent. Yeah. We're all built. So caveat, we're all built differently. We all have our strengths, our weaknesses, et cetera, et cetera. Your general program, obviously I don't know what it is, but could you be great at your job? Could you feel better? Could, could there be things I could sharpshoot and say, mm-hmm. I think I could probably make you better. I would say yes. However, it doesn't mean that yours is bad either. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I think it's that, just not specific to what we're doing weekly. Right. So this, this, I use Tom Brady as an example. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, like him, love him, hate him. Like, I don't care. The but he is, he is one of the greatest, yeah. if not the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. He did not go generally train in the gym on his own. I don't know how much he spent, but I basically spent a lot of money yeah. to bring in a strength coach that made him the best quarterback of all time. He had no other, that was his sole purpose was to be the best quarterback. That strength coach, I would assume, probably understood a little bit about quarterbacking. Yeah. The right? mechanics of throwing. The and, mechanics and, of throwing, like all of it. Yeah. Right? That's where, let's just say your general program, although good, you're obviously in very good shape. You've, you've been on the team for- <clears throat> Don't wake <look> at me. <laughs> been on the team for however long, right? Like, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But could it be better? Mm-hmm. We're, we're constantly looking of how can we be better in tactics, yeah, whatever it is, right? Well, why are we not? Doing but we're never better in ourselves. truly better in ourselves, Right. And, and how are we, because at the end of the day, and this is another one I talk about a lot. We look, we look a lot at like the asset or liability, right? Yeah. In, in the tactical world, that liability can happen that fast. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of guys, girls in this community that if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, Uh, like I feel mostly good. Like I'm, I'm beat up, but then all of a sudden you're on that op and that back goes, bam. Yeah. You are now a liability. So I would say probably a hundred percent of the SWAT guys are general, right? When it comes to working out, because I don't know a whole lot of guys that do specific stuff. Now I will say when I was a breacher, I would slow, I would throw a slam ball against the wall to work that motion because that's, that's the motion that, you know, that I would be performing. But what are some things that like the guy like me, a general a, like a general fitness guy, what are some things that I could do specifically for operators on, on SWAT team? Sure. So 
I mean, that's, that's a perfect example. Honestly, if you're a breacher, like slam ball into the wall, a lot of the, the SPP stuff comes over to the range. So a lot of the range work and how we're training on the range, which is again, is where I really started finding my skill set of going in and looking at how does agility look on the range? How do you apply it? Sprinting from a barricade to a barricade. But then once you get there, how does your body look? Or do you understand how to really stop, like decelerate, Mm -hmm. stop where you're in a powerful, ready position to respond to threat, change positions, whatever it is. That's really where the SPP comes in. And again, if you have not had as a human performance expert, if, if <laughs> expert, I don't know why that word came out, but subject matter <laughs> expert is normally what I use. Humor performance specialist. I mean, word. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. If you have not had that experience on the range of understanding what that takes of, um, again, the movement in the house, the, how to sprint to different positions of how to hold a weapon, firearm, how to recoil management, you cannot do, you just can't do that. It, like it, there's no fake it till you make it. Yep. Yeah. Right. Like if you do not know anything about that space specifically, especially once you start introducing firearms, threats, response to threats, all those different th- types of things, you just can't do it with you guys. I, one of the things I see, for example, is in fitness tests, right? The Cooper standard most widely used. I would say a lot of people do not like it. The reason that the Cooper standard is used, they went and got it validated so if you run the mile, and, you run the mile and a half better than I do. We can say because they did the research on it that your VO two max is better than mine. Your your aerobic endurance, okay? It's not though. It probably is. No, you can't run those. Oh, that's true. I, I do remember the O course at the competition. You were like, um, I didn't even run it. That's true. That's I've true. never that's seen. I remember. <laughs> Look at me. I am not running. But no, too pretty to run an O course. <laughs> but no, the, the the Cooper standards used for that reason. A lot of guys don't like it because it's not that SPP. It doesn't fit. Do we do we run a mile and a half on an op? Hell, if y'all run a mile and a half on a, a mile and a half, and, and listen, I've asked that Wait, question. Wait, if that happens, I'm quitting. <laughs> I've asked that question yeah. to a a lot of people. The furthest, <laughs> I had a team in North Carolina that gave me 800 meters, hit the wrong block, and had to move to another. I was like, holy crap. Man. That's embarrassing. Yeah. So regardless, but that was one, that's the only time I've ever yeah. heard that, right? But still, my point being is where I see the SPP come in, and not always done correctly, is teams like to go build their fitness test and it's very job specific. That's SPP, which I, I do appreciate, but there's normally problems. Normally it's like a long O course type event mm-hmm. that has like tons of events. If you can't separate those out and give somebody like, you need to be better at this. Yeah. Then you're kind of, you know, so like for us here at the, it's just the, just the department for physical fitness, we will get paid extra if you score a certain amount on a test, right? Okay. The basic test is the 300 or is the um, Cooper's test. And then we also have like a row test yep. right now. So DPS. for somebody built like me, yeah. I can max the Cooper test at my age just because yep. of my fitness level. Sure. But guess what? I can't max is that stupid row test because <laughs> oh, for me to get a max on the row test at my body weight, I have to row like 2000 meters in like five minutes, which <laughs> I'm not doing (laughs) (laughs) not today. Strong. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But our SWAT test is completely different. I have a love, I have a love hate relationship with, with tests. Uh, it's standardized testing in the, in the fitness world, specifically for special operations. In my opinion, there's the CYA part of it Mm -hmm. that says you are okay to go on an op. You've proven you have the physical capacity to go on an op and be on this team. 
Okay. There is other tests that would be difficult to mandate and standardized because, uh, and, and honestly, I don't believe they should be, but they should be uh, uh, diagnostic in nature. Mm-hmm. Us three are all different. Our body types, what we're good at, what we're bad at. In my opinion, once you're operational and you have a team, and this is this is really where I started my research. So I went in and I looked and I said, what does SWAT most often do, most commonly do? I built the human performance measures the mm-hmm. research showed. I found the measures that were validated. And I said, let me go test teams, find who's the best overall. But then every single person, whether even if you're the best, it's unlikely a, a, across six standards that you are going to be at the top. So find everyone's weakness and then say, here's how Get better. Brandon can be better than Jake. So could like potentially every person on the team have a different style of workout? Absolutely. So in, what are those? In, in, ideal, in an ideal world, collegiate football, professional football, I, I, a lot comes from that in the aspect because they have so we, money. So, yeah. Yeah, so in college, we worked out in uh, position groups. Sure. Yep. Right? Yep. So It's even changing more. Is it? There, there's certain, there's, uh, I'll give you... <laughs> Huge shout out here. <laughs> Matt Ray and David Blue, they're the strength coaches, uh, human performance guys at uh, Alabama. They were, they were at um, IMG Academy down in Florida. Yep. They went up to Indiana, then went to Bama. I love what they're doing. They are taking that that specialized approach. They're, they're uh, breaking it down, not only skilled and, and linemen, whatever they, skilled bigs, Skill big. Anyway, they're not even breaking it up that, not even breaking position. They're going like hamstring quad dominant in, uh, okay. in the uh, neuromuscular facilitation. Like they go and look at the data and say, how is this athlete responding? Oh, how so it's this? broken up in like weaknesses yeah, and strengths. And, and, oh, okay. But that's how it should be. Wow. And again, in, in a perfect world, now they're being paid Yeah, good yeah. chunk of change. Yeah, they have Alabama a lot of resources money. at Bama, yeah, right? A little. So, uh, I've heard other uh, other uh, human performance people out there that say, "Oh, well, this would be the perfect thing." Y'all need to if y'all spent thirty minutes a day, and we all gave you something and you something, and this is in my experience that is very difficult to do. Well, it's just a general workout Ex- for somebody just to kind of lead a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, correct? yeah. So there, there's a lot of just habit creation. Yeah, but then there's also creating a workout that is designed for SWAT and you hope you catch those different. So you mentioned the six, right? the, uh, the six baseline things that you're looking yeah. for. What, what, what are those? Yeah. So, well, I just threw out a number, but oh, I mean, shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. I mean, I can, I can go through them. I can go through them, but it, it's, uh, so essentially we look at agility. Okay. Lower extremity power. Um, we'll go lower extremity strength. I'm not as big on the upper body. There is there is good research showing like if you can bench more, you can ruck faster. Hmm. But that's normally just because you're in better shape, kind what of about thing. Cool biceps, yeah, cool biceps. Where's that yeah, maybe so. I guess if you can bench more with those cool biceps, no. Um, I fill up my shirt better. So <laughs> normally we'll go. Um, I want to say we did upper extremity like anaerobic endurance, which is normally like your pull ups type things, and then a lower extremity anaerobic endurance. Okay. So agility for an operator. Now we're not running like the five, 10, 15 or five, 10, five, or five, I'm sorry, five, 10, yeah, yeah, five. We're not yeah. doing anything like that. So you can, yeah, no, that's, that is a validated measure. Yeah. There's also like the, um, I believe the T test is validated. The only reason I don't like the T test for SWAT is you have to backpedal, mm-hmm. which is a no, no, right. Yeah. You don't, you don't go backwards unless, well, I think it just shows athletic ability, which, yeah, which, I, which translates. It, it does. And, and I'm down with that. Again, there's appropriate places to use it. I can, I can justify the five ten five a lot more 
because it is a lateral movement that you're going to have to stop in both directions, right? Change direction, have speed and power. And so that's one of the measures that I've used in the past. That's a validated measure. I've applied a course of fire to it. I use the same target every single time. And I can say, if the three of us run it, I can say who's the fastest. I can say who's the most accurate. And then I can give a who did it overall the best based off of their speed and accuracy. So when it comes to shooting, like how does that factor in? Like, So if I'm doing this test, the agility side of it, and then I go straight into the shooting, or, or what's that look so like? So it's it's incorporated in. It's, it's a okay. dynamic drill that has a course of fire. So the 5 I'll try to do this verbally. You start in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it's 10-yard course. Right. You start in the middle on the 5. Beep. You sprint one direction, 5 mm-hmm. yards. Touch the cone. Sprint full 10 yards. Touch the cone. Mm-hmm. And sprint back to the start point, mm-hmm. which is the middle 5 and stops the clock. Okay. Right? Again, let's just say the three of us run it, okay? Fastest, middle, worst. I'm the worst, right? Based off the time. Mm -hmm. One second, two second, three second. Okay. We can definitively say, because it's a validated measure, some, I kind of joke around, I use the term nerd, Mm -hmm. not to be a bully, but (laughs) I kind of feel like I fall in that category so I can say it. But some nerd in the research lab said, we're going to test all these things as a validated measure. If you run that test and you are the best, you are the fastest with agility. Okay. Okay. I then took that, which technically breaks about being valid, but regardless, I added a course of fire in that. So you get to one end, bang, bang, sprint to the opposite end, bang, bang. And then you hit that starting cone, bang, fire one more round. It allows me to look at and say, who has the best agility speed wise, who can change direction. However, when you're going fast, when it's a timed event, also what, what are, where are your bullets going? Mm-hmm. Right? Like you should be training that. Now, I think we do that a lot in dynamic drills, but I think it ought, we often get comfortable, especially like running on a pie plate, bang, ping, goes yeah. down. I'm like, man, I, I'm pretty baller today. Like that was fast. Yeah. But the three of us go run that, and it's kind of like, oh, Brandon was obviously the best today. Like he, he he's a good shooter. You know what I mean? Like he, he's a good shooter. He's in good shape. Like he, he's the best shooter out here. When, when we run this course – I diagnostic look at everything and I say, this is how many percentages you were off percentage points. You were off. I was off on your pistol, on your rifle, on your right, on your left. Here's how much slower you were. We look at everything. So what kind of target are we shooting and what distance? So, um, but you could do it on whatever uh-huh. we, we shoot at five yards uh-huh. on a very standard 10 ring. And the only reason I do that is the more points, if you hit, 10 out of 10, that's a hundred points, right? Mm-hmm. If it was only one, twos and threes, it makes it less specific, mm-hmm. right? So the more points allows there to be better difference between the three of us. And I really know like, how much do I need to improve? Mm-hmm. If my paper looks like a shotgun, hit it with my pistol, like, holy crap. But if in addition to that, like I went 10 out of a hundred, it, it's very good. Like, Hey, that's legit numbers. I need to go work on my agility and shooting. The other thing that's really important. Let me, so I'm sorry, go for are it. we trying to balance time? And, and, and shooting ability, because like, I mean, I can sprint and take a deep breath and probably drill that X ring and then sprint and take a deep breath. And like, so an important piece before, right before, because this is, it relates, you have to, you have to make sure the person is, has their marksmanship capabilities beforehand. Mm -hmm. You have to have a baseline. Yeah. This is the other one. I go see guys run dynamic drills and they're like, man, I'm just off today. 
Are you off <laughs> or just can you not shoot? Right. Yeah. So you go shoot static under no stress. You get a score. Okay. Then you go do your dynamic. Now to answer your question. Yes. I tell guys, you don't need a red line. Like go at 110%, if you will. You need to go as fast as you can. Because uh, it, that's, This is always a hard one, right? In yeah. training. <clears throat> imagine you're in combat or imagine you're in a scenario, right? You don't need a red line, but you need to be going that 90%. If you are gathering yourself, that's fine. Like I, I, it doesn't hurt my feelings. You're going to be slower, and you're, but you're going to be more accurate. What I would recommend for the training purposes what happens when you sprint and bang, bang, mm-hmm. sprint, and bang, bang? Because again, yeah, yeah. Y'all tell me, I'm, mm-hmm. again, I've not been a police officer, but I have a feeling in a real situation, it's going to be more of that than it's going to be like, whew, yeah, no, it's how. Yeah, right? absolutely. And so I tell guys, if you're going to do this test, like challenge, you should be pushing yourself. If they don't, that's okay. Like it doesn't, again, it doesn't hurt my feeling. It doesn't hurt my data. It just says, this is where you're oh, at. Yeah. If you think you're better than that, then yeah, go train it. I hope you take something from it and maybe it's just how you train. So is that one run and that's your time or is it like, Hey, we're going to run this three times to see. So normally I give guys um, a chance to run it both. So like if you're running the agility, you get a chance to go right, get a chance to go left. Some of you have to do it that way. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's fair because maybe again, you find out, Hey, I'm really good when I go to my right, but I'm not very good when I go to my left. Um, so yes, that's one. And then the second one is, um, and you'll see it at the course. We, we drill it first. So, um, I want to teach you like how, how do you stop and change direction? Yeah. I'm giving, giving away, uh, one of, (laughs) one of my little nuggets here, but, but commonly what I'll do is I'll say, Hey, we'll run a drill. And I'll say, I want you to sprint to that barrel as fast as you possibly can. If you hit the target, it's okay, but more speed without fail my demo person will either run, run straight through those barrels yeah. or they'll hit the, they'll hit the barricade and just like fall out. Like they can't stop themselves. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> we then say, okay, which both of you are nodding. Right. Like that's you, not, that, that's not good. Right. Basically. Like yeah. that, that's not a, that's not what you want to be. If yeah. that was your cover, you are now effed. You you've either fallen out. You're no longer behind cover. Or if you just run into the wall, that's not a good position. What if there's somebody on the other mm-hmm. side of that wall? Yeah. You're not ready to fight. Well, you just smash in the wall. So there's a teaching component there that we try to teach that part of it. Then go run the test. And yeah, I don't care how many times you run it. I, I try to, for time purposes, uh, yeah. it depends on how big the class is. With federal teams, they're normally smaller. So we do a very specific collection of data. Yeah. And then we come in and teach on the back for end. That. Um for bigger classes, it's going to be more getting those reps. And then I hope people take it home to their range, Test get their team and, and their say, team. Hey, let's run this drill. And, and how can we get better? Yeah. Cause it's the same thing. If you're transitioning on targets and you have to go to like three targets and one of those targets is a distance away, you kind of bleed the brakes. You, you have a speed that you get over there and then it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm as I'm getting closer to that target, you got to slow down a sec. Cause if not, you're going to, you're going to shoot way off the target yep. to the right if you're going to the right. So you, you, sure. even in that, there's that. I go fast, and then at some point, I have to kind of hit the tap the brakes to slow it down right. uh, to stop because you can't stop going uh, as fast as you run. You have to. And, and I, I use this example of the red dot site, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of teams, a lot of dudes are, are moving to the red dot site. Quicker acquisition. It's right. more accurate. 
The thing that I use from the human performance side though, the, the red dot side's amazing because it allows you to take in more information. Yeah. Right. And I understand not, you know, it's more front yeah. side focused on your irons, but let's just say the equal, equal height, equal light, your brain has to process all that. The red dot's just like, it's on there. Kapowie. These human performance, uh, things that we're teaching, it's the exact same concept. If you understand how to move, you understand how to stop, you understand how to get to barricade and be in the why of the position. Yeah. Your body has a more ability once you've learned it anyway, and you've practiced it yeah. to take in more information and to respond to the ever-changing environment of the tactical. Yeah. I, th- I think, and I, I know you hate this word, but uh, I do hear a lot of them, a lot of these trainers and they come in and they talk about shooting. They're like, it's an athletic event. I mean, it's, it's, it's athletic movements that we're doing out there when you're shooting or when you're doing CQB, it's, it is athletic. Um, you were talking to me when we were, we were having a conversation. You're like, man, I really, I really want to pick Matt Pranka's brain because Mm -hmm. that's, that's a lot of his shooting is that practical side of it, of running, uh, different drills, but actually physically running as hard as you can. There's a cone slow down. Uh, enough to stop, shoot, and then you're back sprinting. Yep. Uh, and he does several drills like that that are really fun. And it, I mean, it, it gets you going um, because you look at these encounters that police officers are having. There is movement on both parties. The the 100%. suspect of what we we were doing. I mean, the one just in Houston not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I mean, oh, that man. guy is running. Yeah. All those guys are running like on the it was, on the passenger side. He's getting out of that damn car and getting to the right to to flank him and to get out of this automatic fire from this guy's pistol. Uh, and he's running uh, to get over there. There's no, hey, let me go heel to toe and all this bullshit. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's getting your ass over there to get out of fucking bullets way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and, and, and you you hit on a good point. Let me clarify. They are athletic movements. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, I was, just, I was like, no, I was no, no, just, it's good. Yeah. I, the reason, the thing that pisses me off is when a someone that comes in that does not understand the mm-hmm. law enforcement special operations side, and you just think like, oh, they're just athletes. Yeah. Like I coach football. Like I'm a good strength coach <laughs> at football. There's some massive differences, even in the programming for like mm-hmm. a general program. Like we were talking, every day is game day for you guys. Yeah. Right. It from a strength and conditioning side, it's very difficult to program for. Y'all don't have an off season where I can, you know, get you conditioned. And then right as the season starts, you're at your peak. Yeah. Like, that's not how y'all work. We can divert here if you. Yeah, go ahead. No, this is another one that I, I, I would say that has been a, an issue with that concept though, is the train like you fight mentality. I think that in the tactical world in, in general, it has been good. It's been, that, it's been good for the community to better assess training on, like I said, CQB and all these different things. The train like you fight part, guys go to the range, like you said, you'll do dynamic drills, you work on things that are applicable to if you had to go on an op, right? The area that that has been damaging is human performance. I think a lot of people go in and say, well, when we fight, like I'm redlined and I'm going it, to, like it's me versus them. Our lives are in line, right? Yeah. Problem with that um, is again, going, I'm going to use Tom Brady, right? He doesn't lift in his shoulder pads and have Nadamik and Sue come and like <laughs> tackle him while he's bench pressing, right? Like that would be trained like yeah. his, like you yeah, fight yeah. in his right. Room. However, we in the tactical community, right, 
we lift in our plate carriers. We, you know, and so I'm kind of joking on the yeah. pull up, like do our pull ups and plate yeah, but carriers. You run in we run in our plate all carriers because it's, it's, it's all over Instagram. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so my thing is the train like you fight mentality, although I understand the concept, there's a time to train and there is a time to train like you fight. And training, the whole point of it though, is to prepare you for the fight. Yeah. So, well, I think the problem is too, some of these guys see that train like you fight, like, like they have no fitness baseline. Like, so they, like, they're trying to get in shape yeah. by training like they fight. And they're, I, personally, I think they're doing more damage to themselves than they are uh, growing or getting, getting in some type of physical condition. There, there's no personal, that's not your opinion. That is a fact. Here's the thing. Law enforcement. Whoa, am I a doctor now? Yeah, you're a doctor now. <laughs> doctor of dumbness. <laughs> Bless it. You are now a doctor. Uh, I'm sure you'll know it, but police officers have higher blood pressure, higher heart rate. Y'all get less sleep, yeah. carry way more stress. Like those, those are facts. I, I, I use the, the uh, glass full kind of concept here, right? Let's say that again, Tom Brady, he has someone make his food. He has 10 hours of sleep, whatever it is. He goes and into the gym. <laughs> He's got his wife. Mm-hmm. Like he goes into the gym. His glasses at 100%. Yeah. He has energy to focus that day in the gym. Like he could spend an hour. Yeah. You guys, I know it's been a rough week. How many, you got up at three this morning? Yeah. I don't know how many hours you got, but I would. Not enough. You got up at four. I doubt either one of you got eight hours of sleep. If you did, probably not all this week. Yeah. Y'all are going into the gym and you're starting at 80% of that glass. Right. And in that, so that train like you fight mentality, it is damaging because I would say it's, uh, I don't want to say never, I'm not a never and always guy, but it's very unlikely that too many officers are going in and be like, you know what? I'm in the gym. I have it a hundred percent today. Prim- <laughs> primarily because the tactical world is very, 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 very bad about the recovery piece. Mm-hmm. I've, I will speak for myself. I saw it as like a weakness or, or like a, oh, it's not that important. I didn't, I didn't warm up. I didn't do a cool down. <laughs> like I didn't, you know, like in the tactical, when, when I yeah. was in the military and I told you I got hurt, I, I, I was, I was a stud physically. But I trained like an idiot, which led to getting hurt significantly. Right. And the recovery piece, y'all are already behind the curve. <laughs> you're if, you're, if you're not doing a good job of that or not doing it at all, you said your personal opinion, but I'm telling you right now, that constant capacity training or hit training, train like you fight training, mm-hmm. that is 100% damaging. Because yeah. commonly, I, I, one of the big pieces that I see missed is the recovery side. Like you can't train for that. that red line all the time, right? And say, my body. So recovery, like active rest, eating right, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like you know, staying hydrated, stretching, a ton of things. Exactly. I one of the uh, one of the big words I hear commonly is like, our body adapts to the stress we put on it. <laughs> yeah, it does. But it doesn't mean it's always going up. Like it, it, yeah. it can go down too. Like it, it responds to that negative stress, and it just. Whew. And I think a lot of people miss that. But yes, well, I think what go what you were saying, just to kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. add to that, using the the athlete analogy of well, I trained, you know, Alabama's quarterback for the last, you know, in, in strength and conditioning. Not that those guys can't, but to understand. No football team has been called at three in the morning and go, Hey, yeah. um, 
Ohio State's here to play us. Let's get it on. <laughs> right, right. That fucking doesn't happen. If it has, then I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what happens with us. Uh, you know, as we're as we're having this conversation here, I'm I'm getting a text from my lieutenant like, "Hey, uh, potential warrant tonight around nine o'clock." I'm thinking, "Well, shit, that's fun, but yeah. fuck, yeah. I'm tired. Uh, right. My body hurts. Um, I didn't get to warm up. I didn't yeah. get to study the the film." Of the team we're playing, um, I won't have the uh, ability to have a masseuse and all the right, right, all right. the other stuff that uh, is afforded to those guys, and, and, and great for them. But that's just part of what we live. I mean, we know that hey, I'm going to go to bed tonight, and I might get a call, or mm-hmm. we've been out on a call, and I might get home and get an hour or two hours sleep and get called back for, right, right. for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, does it happen all the time? No. Does some teams? Yeah, it can happen. I mean, sure. depends on what's going on, but and even, and if think, it, even if it doesn't though, even the fact of knowing it's there, yeah, it affects you. Like your brain doesn't just like, boom, shut off. Yeah. Now some guys, some, some people are better about it than others. I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let y'all speak on that, but it, it is going to affect the recovery piece. The other piece to that though. Yes. A warm up, it, it is it is amazing. That's one of the probably the most influential. Okay, so what's the best warm up? So I, the the best, but a dynamic warm up is by far the best thing you can do prior to, prior to exercise for injury prevention, performing at a higher level during that workout. Mm-hmm. So if you you're going to go run mileage, if you do a a good dynamic warm up, you will be able to run that mileage better than if you just walked out the door and like, bam, started running. So what's that look like? Well, so dynamic warm up. Cause we just talked and, about and dynamic entry yeah, yeah. and that was very controversial. <laughs> so I hope this is not as controversial. Very, very different. Hope, very different. Um, <laughs> hope so NTOA didn't at, ban at, the <laughs> dynamic uh, warm up. Uh, yeah. At the competition, I, I try to keep it, I try to keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. no, I'm, I I'm, thought it was a good I'm, joke. Was, hey, come on now. Was, come on. Too early. No. Uh, so I normally try to keep it simple, like groups of threes. It needs to be progressive of your heart rate increasing, blood flow. The whole point of the warm-up mm-hmm. is to get the muscles moving, the blood pumping it from your heart to those muscles to be more effective. Excuse me. Which just by those muscles warming up are going to make it so there's a less chance of an injury, right? So I normally keep it in kind of groups of threes. I tell people to do like little half jacks. Okay. Super simple half jack to a squat. And then, so all literally all you're doing is moving 10, 10, and then do like, I call them little hip hoppers, but kind of where you're just like kind of bouncing on your toes and you're just getting that thoracic and hip rotation. So your, your chest stays forward Lord. and your hips are rotating. Okay. Just, just getting the blood moving. Mm-hmm. Super simple. Right. If you, from there, normally what I personally do, I do a skips. So kind of like high, high knee skips. Mm-hmm. Right. I normally will do a lunge in there. And then I'll normally do a side shuffle. So that's for a runner. Nope. That's for everybody. That's for everybody. Okay. So, so me personally, I, I might be offended depending on your answer <laughs> here, but I hate running. I, I don't feel like I look like a runner, but maybe I've slimmed up and now I'm a runner. Do you, I'm, not, I'm not that I'm huge. Okay. Well, hey, I'm asking off, the wrong person. First here, off, looking but, at me, do you think I'm a fucking runner? He's a power walker. <laughs> but no, I will uh, walk yeah. the shit out of that <laughs> But no, uh, so for regardless, just th- uh, I, this is a very basic warm up, dynamic warm up mm-hmm. that I give guys and I say, hey, I just want you to warm up. 
This isn't the best warm up. So there's a lot of other things you can all do. What we're doing is blood flow, getting that body temperature the, up, that core temperature for up. The full body, just saying, like, hey, we're here to work. Okay. Let's wake up. Let's get going and then go perform. Now, this is again a very basic one. So you do so, those three. So what would so if someone says, Well, my warm up is I get on the rogue bike and and I do that. What's wrong with that? What I would say is, um, depending on how they do it, mm-hmm. that is a dynamic warm up. Okay. If they're using their full body. Okay. Again, if they're doing like a slow, easy pace going into it to then a real amped up pace mm-hmm. over a, an extended period of time, I'm okay there. It wouldn't be the first one. Here's the problem. By doing those multiple movements that I'm talking on of mm-hmm. like the, the half jacks to the lunges to the side shuffle, you're working a lot of different muscles and working through a lot of different range of motion. Because okay. if you sit on the assault bike and you just do that little ramp up that I just talked on, you're working only the same muscles same muscle. throughout that okay. whole. Now, you're still working a lot of muscles. Like, so I, how long I, should I, that warm up be? I mean, I guess it, it's it independent depends. on you. Yeah, yeah. So, and again, this is a very basic. Man, I, I commonly when I when I teach teams, I'm like, just do it. A, if you do a it 10 minute, mm-hmm. I, it's better than a zero minute, Right. So like, I just want something done. I can do that warm up that I just two thirds of it, at least that I described in 10 minutes. That's better than nothing. Now, mm-hmm. what a really quote unquote good warm up would be, would be doing maybe five to six of those different. Like I kind of use a crawl, walk, run mm-hmm. of like your heart rate ramping up. But then if I'm going to do squats that day, I'm then going to go and do very movement specific to like hip mobility drills or uh, really waking the quads and the hamstrings up more from even like isometric movements of a, you know, uh, I guess if you have machines like the knee extension mm-hmm. of, of just like getting that muscle being like, yo, we're going we're big today. To okay. Like, let's get ready to go. And so we call we just call that prep for whatever we're doing that day in, in our programs, whenever we put out for teams. Some people are better about that than others. Mm-hmm. I would say sometimes there's that time piece. Listen, some people are like, yo, we have 30 minutes to work out. That's it. And let's get going. I can create the best program in the world for a SWAT dude. But, but you got to do it. But you got yeah. like to do it. I, I can't force you to do it. So if it's an hour and you tell me like, Jake, I literally only have 30 minutes and I have two 35-pound dumbbells in my, in my house and that's where I'm working out. So the way we were taught and brought up, um, static stretching, yep. no-go. Yep, that's a, that's strong. That's, that's no, 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 no. So – yeah, we stopped I've, doing that in college when I was playing ball. Yeah. Um, our guy was a strength coach from Kentucky, and um, we did no static stretching yeah. at all. So <clears throat> I've said this at the competition. Yep. I've said it to different teams. I'll say it on here live all so right. the world can hear it. There we go. I hate static stretching. All right. Like, I really do not like it <laughs> for multiple reasons. One, when you do it pre-workout, like as quote-unquote warm-up, that, that is wrong. There's mm-hmm. a lot of science back in that as well. It I use this as not – really how it works, but it's a good visual, mm-hmm. like the whole rubber band concept, right? If you take a cold rubber band and you stretch it out, it doesn't go back together, right? Because it's that's yeah. kind of what you're doing in static stretch. It's not good for it, right? Mm-hmm. However, I have a lot of people that say, dude, my, my hamstrings are just tight. Like my hamstrings, I find a dollar for every time I heard that, I have a lot of money, right? However, if you are willing to spend a significant amount of time 30 second bouts for at least two minutes mm-hmm. of your day, probably every day you can, in fact, eventually probably lengthen that hamstring and yeah, you, you might have better hamstring length, but most people don't do that. 
Right. Most people are like, oh, I've been over touch, 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 stretch my hamstrings. All right. That was a good yeah. stretch. You literally did nothing. Mm-hmm. You just wasted time. You wasted brain space even doing it. <laughs> so that's, so that's one of my big issues. Second is I found research even recently that they're starting to look at it and be like static, static stretching. They are not even certain that it has a physiological mm. effect on like, if you're wanting more strength, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The whole point of static stretching is, is mobility, mm. right? You be able to move your hip, whatever joint in a further range of motion. The reason that that static stretching irritates me when I hear someone say, Oh man, it's just my hamstrings. Dude, it may be your ankle joint. If your ankle joint can't move into dorsiflexion, if those two bones are wedged because you carry a yeah. plate carrier, a helmet, and a rifle, and you jump out of your Bearcat day in, day out, I would bet y'all a good sum of money right now if I did traction on y'all's ankles, I'd get a oh. gnarly pop. Yeah. Mine are bad. If you can't do dorsiflexion, like you're, you're imagine like trying I'm to trying. bend over and touch your toes, you're going to be kind of at a weird angle, right? So it may not, it may not even be your hamstrings. It may be the joint. Yeah. So you can put a car on your back and stretch your hamstrings, <laughs> but it, it ain't going to do nothing. You're just going to tear your hamstring, but you still may not be able to bend over and touch your toes due to your ankles. So my, my point in the mobility piece, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. If you're going to spend a significant amount of time on stretching static. Okay. But my, th- my third and final point Sometimes our joints want uh, are designed to be tight, tighter. So like have a little bit of limited range of motion. If you turn around and all of a sudden we gave your hips significant range of motion through static stretching, you will probably have other hip issues. So your body sometimes adapts to that range of motion that you have. Sometimes it needs it, frankly. Sometimes your muscles are... Uh, what makes certain athletes springier or faster be able to reproduce that firing. Sometimes it's seen as a tightness of the hamstring maybe, or, or a tightness of a muscle group, but really it's just that active. They're, they're able to fire it quicker because right. I, I, I kind of teach it as like taking the slack out of your trigger, right? Some people, their, their muscle, if they're maybe, it doesn't exactly work like this, but mm-hmm. visual, some people, their muscle is kind of sitting out here and it's, it's at the end of the trigger, Right. As they take out the slack and then hit that wall, well, now they're ready to go. That's like here. And then boom, that's when they take off. Take off. Some people might be a little bit more, uh, and I would say athletes commonly are a little, uh, hyperactive is actually, there's a neurological, but for the point here, they're almost like up against that wall already. Like the muscle is primed and ready to go more frequently. Mm. Does that make Am I making sense? Yeah. yeah. And so- I'm more like that and Derek's not, I would say just what I'm thinking. Makes sense. Makes sense. But no, that, so when you turn around to that muscle group and you say, Hey, we're going to stretch it out. You're giving that slack back. So sometimes your body's not designed for it. Like if you need to be a fast speed person by going and trying to increase your range of motion through a lot of stretching, if you one, you get crazy mobility or two, you're turning off that muscle group and saying, Hey, relax. Might not be as fast anymore. So, so how do you gauge that as far as like, I, I, I feel like one of my weaknesses is, is my hips. Like I don't have a lot of mobility in my hips. So where do you, how do you gauge that? We go, well, do, I need to be more mobile, flexible. Yeah. yeah. As opposed so you like, went hips, huh? I was thinking something else, but that's where you went. <laughs> yeah, mobile, mobile hips. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, this, this is where it gets, it gets difficult. Um, if I was a strength coach 
on mm-hmm. your team mm-hmm. specifically, we would go through and we do assessments on everyone's range of motion, strength, speed, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. If you, uh, which would be the right way to do it. That's how you end up with what we were talking earlier, different programs for different people. It's very specific. What I would say is um, if you're having pain or if you feel like, Hey, like something like I can't move to a certain range of motion, especially if you need it. Uh. So let's just say you're, you know, shooting around a barrier and you have to go down to a knee and like you can't get that perfect shooting position on yeah. the wall because your hips don't allow it. I would say that's a pretty important time to go ahead and start assessing. Like, mm-hmm. should I do something about it? Right. Yeah. The hard part for me is, is that in this community, it's not always going to be ideal. Mm-hmm. So although there's the like perfect way, the right way to go and assess what your range of motion is to feel the joint integrity, um, things like that. I would say commonly, there's a lot of other things that I would start with. Okay. Is that, am I making sense? Yeah. Like I, I try to part prioritize it, I guess in the tactical world, just in general, I think that sometimes it's difficult because I think human performance experts come in and we're like, this is the perfect way to do it. We need to do this because it works for the athletes, right? Like the NFL players, this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't have the time. <laughs> Y'all don't have the the funding or the budget. Like there's, yeah. so, so it's kind of like putting on your cleanest, dirty shirt to an extent. Like how do we, how do we be effective? <laughs> I like that. How do we be effective in how do we make you better physically performing at your job? If I can get you to where I feel like we're, Hey, we're in a good spot without yeah. pain or whatever it is. I'll come back and look at your hips and be like, all right, here's where the range of motion issue. You know what I mean? Right. But if you can do your job, I can get you free of pain and you're performing at a higher level. I'll sleep at night and then we can no go way. backwards from there. Does that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's one of the approaches that I saw early on in my career is I tried to go in and be like, all right, we did these assessments of like, you know, so you said agility is the number one thing that keeps coming up when you talk about operators. Yep. What's uh what's something that uh that our listeners can do to work on their agility besides doing the 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 five ten five, five just 10, over five. and over again? Yeah, yeah. So and again, I, I think um one I would recommend this course that we're talking on. <laughs> we'll we'll have three of them at a minimum, hopefully more. But um one of the big things is really important in change of direction or agility, right, is speed and power. So you need the strength to be able to stop and, and plant on that outside leg, but you need the power to chain, push off that leg and then change direction to be effective. And then once you're running, obviously they need the speed, right? So it, that's why agility is the most used is because it, it really takes in all those different measures inside of it. And then you think of like in a house, right? Yeah. There's a literally agility. All the it, CQB is literally changing direction as you move room to room, et cetera, whether you're and then, you know, sprinting to cover it, you know, I'm up, I'm up. They see my doubt, like all the concepts, literally I can for the majority of time, throw agility in there. If you want to get better at agility though, specifically one, you have to train those subsets. For example, I think we've, I think we've talked on this sprinting or speed work. I'll go ahead and put you on the spot here. If you don't mind. Do, let's do it. Do you do specific speed work? Only on range days. Okay. <clears throat> what does that look like? Usually when we're getting punished, we're having <laughs> to. Punished. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were dicking around. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, no. So specifically on speed work, no. Not like I did, like, you know, say in college. That's what I was about to ask. Right. Okay. No. Um, because, again, I'm fucking old now. I'm fat. 
So, you know, I don't do it that, uh, that much, um, speed work, man, maybe on a treadmill, I may do some like hit, like walking sprint, you know, running on a treadmill back and forth, but as true speed work, working the dynamic speed, like ladder drills and stuff like that, or cone drills. No, no. And so that I would say it's common is exact there. Some people I would say don't even have that much of a rhythm. Mm -hmm. It's more so like commonly what I see when we talk about running and special operations community, it's more of like distance running mm-hmm. or 300 meters where it's like, I'm, I'm going to throw up the, the purpose. There's capacity throwing up yeah. essentially. Right. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong, I'm fine with that. Sprinting though, sprinting to a house or sprinting to cover or sprinting to grab your buddy or chasing a suspect. Like I would assume y'all don't do that at 75% effort. You'll no, do it at a hundred percent. Like you're going, yeah, I need to get yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah, right. right? <clears throat> that is true sprinting. Don't remember. This is not, I'm not going to take credit <laughs> for this. The, the quote is the only way to get faster is to run fast. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not 75%. Yeah. You need to do sprint work that is speed driven because in your job, that is going to happen probably inevitably at some point. And, Go ahead. So we do like in college, we do like the, like the partner sprints. I can't remember what we called them, but like you had like the, uh, the bungees, um, I would be like running away from you and the bungee would, would elongate and get tighter, tighter, tighter. And then that person would start running after me, which the bungee would let go. And you would feel that, that burst of speed. Exactly. So that is exact. That's a little bit more defined. I don't specifically do that with teams. But the whole purpose of that exercise is to max out your top speed against resistance. And then when that bungee hits, it almost slingshots you, yes, right? Yeah. And you're doing over speed. And you feel like you're moving faster yeah, right. than you, you ever over have. over speed training. Yeah. And some of that is the neurological effect of training your muscles of like, this is what over speed looks like. That's, we want to get you there next. Now there's a lot of other components, but that's the whole purpose of that drill is to go as fast as you possibly can. And then a little bit extra because of the the tools that, be, that are being used. Yeah. I would say not normally done with special operations units, right? Even though sprinting is, is one of the things that is, I would say, going to be used at some point, right? Agility, going back to your question, that is a subset of that. And so if you are not doing that, then I one would recommend the speed training because it will impact your agility. In addition to the other mechanics of learning how to, I know this sounds very simple, but stop understanding that when you're going full speed and I know that I need to stop before I hit that door over there, that I can lower my hips. Like like deceleration, foot placement. Yep, exactly. Lower my hips, lower my center of gravity. I am chopping my feet. I'm getting my eyes up to where, like I've already looked at where I need to stop, but now I'm getting my eyes up and trying to assess, but my body is slowing down, but I'm in control. Yeah. If you don't have the strength, uh, eccentric loading, so like the muscle being able to take on almost like a negative, if your quads can't handle that eccentric load, you won't be able to be in control. So my point so to answer sprinting you, like so sprinting like fifteen yards, decelerating, sprinting another fifteen yards, yeah, so decelerating. That, so that is a good drill. So uh, one of the drills that I, I run at this course, we just do a ten yard sprint and stop and shoot. Okay. Not a difficult drill. However, without fail, I'm telling you most people, (laughs) they cannot stop. They will either, when I say like, stop, especially if I do a verbal, 
they they are not able to stop within about two yards, I would say. That's like two yards you just went too far, mm-hmm. right? That drill, though, is really important because, again, you're sprinting somewhere, boom, threat all of a sudden is there. You need to be able to stop, stop. under control, get your weapon out, and bang rounds on target effectively. The difference, though, that I see is something I think is important, but also a little bit of side note here. We have conversations about like the competitive shooters. Matt mm-hmm. Pronka, I would be very yeah. curious, but I, I have feeling he would, I've heard him actually talk on this um, is if you see the threat already out there, like, or maybe not threat, the target Mm -hmm. in a competition, they are really, really competition shooters are really good at this of like they're sprinting and they're already slowing their bodies, but their weapons presenting out, presenting out. And by the time they're stopped, that round is already gone. Law enforcement or or just any tactical setting, that may not always be the case. You don't already know the threats out there, right? Like it may just pop up. That's where that just 10 yard sprint, one, I force the operator normally to like, you have to go. You don't quite hit top end speed in 10 yards, but you should be at a good, good speed, enough. but then you should be able to stop immediately. Is it some of this like just natural athletic ability as well? I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, like you're kind of laughing, right? But look at, this is like, look at the guys that show up at the competition. Yeah. For the most part, the guys that go to the competition are probably some of the most athletic dudes on that team. Sure. Right. Sure. And then look, if you look at the whole team, as a whole, there's probably a majority of those dudes that yeah, not athletic, not athletic at all. We, yeah. we, we've right? had guys so, on our team that have like, like how in, are you walking and yeah. chewing gum and like in a right, straight right. line? They like, can't even over. catch a football or throw it. I'm like, you got fucking well, I mean, dish so, pans for him. Yeah, so, like, how do we like? How do you train that? Yeah. You know so, what I'm and this this is you bring up a really good point that I come from a pretty big football family. Uh, I, I originally went to the Air Force Academy to play football, Division One level. My brother played at A&M and the Houston Texans. My sister played volleyball. At, like, we're big athletic family. Right. Yeah. A lot of this, when I first started doing it, honestly, it, it's kind of what we've talked on in this human performance course. I was like, are guys going to want to like learn this kind of stuff? Like, yeah. I feel like it's simple. When I first started this concept, I was like, bro, <laughs> everybody knows how to stop. Like, why are we teaching this? Yeah. The whole reason I started this course, though, because I was working with all these teams and they, I asked that question. I said, are y'all taught like how to stop with your weapon and effectively get shots on target? But like, Oh yeah, yeah. We shoot from, no, no, no. Yeah. Did you learn how to stop? I will tell you, I've talked with, um, well, I mean, shit, in college I was even taught how to run, right, like right, how to right. sprint, like 100%. the proper, like the proper form of sprinting, you yeah. know, elbow yeah. drive and, and, and all and that again, stuff. All that, that stuff's Bammer. good, but like you have to, yeah. you have to start somewhere. And I think that's the difficult to answer your question. No, I've been wildly surprised at how unathletic the tactical world. And I don't, I'm not picking on any, no, 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 no. I'm just I, saying we, people, we see it. I people, see it. frankly, just people in general. If I mean, you it's literally sitting it, across the table from you. If you, <laughs> if if you haven't been taught, yeah, it, though, Mr. And you, guy. you and you haven't <laughs> trained it, then it's just not something your, your brain is, is equipped to just, it just go out and be like, sweet. Yeah. Like I know how to do it. There is, I've, I've been very fortunate. There's only uh, one tier one unit in the military that I don't have a lot of connections with that I haven't asked, but I've outside of that military and law enforcement, majority of them, I, I've either worked with or had the opportunity, at least I have buddies there and I've talked to, mm-hmm. there's one unit that I've heard that has a course ish, very ish mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. one. 
And so that when I started assessing, I was like, why are more people not doing this? So I started talking to some of those others and they were like, why have we not been taught this? Well, I thought they do it for yeah. more like injury prevention. Yeah. So seeing I, that, oh, that one gets me just straight hey, to the heart. You're just pissing him off. Man. No, no, no. It's okay. I, it no. is though. Like that. I'm I feel so like sorry. that. I feel like that's the command word. Like that's what, what, that's what I would go in and I would talk to the chief police chief and be like, Hey, we're here for injury prevention. We're going to save your department lots of money mm. because your guys are going to be hurt less. I'm not lying because that is true. It, it is. And, and so I'm kind of joking with you. But I look at it much more from a performance standpoint because if we can build the foundation, that general GPP, right? Especially if it's directed at building the um, – it's, it's not always about speed, power. Like there's a lot of stability work that we put in to the different joint structures that one, are going to help you not be injured. Two, you won't feel as crappy. But three, it increases your performance. If I assess you right now, okay, all your one rep maxes, we said, here's where they're at. You're like, yo, Jake, my shoulder, it, it bothers me. If I went at your shoulder and I treated it from the quote unquote physical therapy side, okay, I can tell you right now, your, your upper body maxes would increase. You're like, yeah, I mean, dude, that makes sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, then why are we not doing that in our performance in general? Like, why are we not looking at our performance of saying, where are the weaknesses? How do we address them? Yeah. Injuries are going to go away. I'm down with that injury prevention, but our performance is also going to increase. And that's, that has been one of the, I don't want to say crazy. Like it, it, it's crazy to me that we haven't looked at it that way. I've had so so many operators from these federal teams that will call me and they'll be like, yo, my body has not filled this good in seven years. Mm. Like I, like I feel amazing. That's what I need. The other day I went and ran a marathon. I haven't ran a marathon. I'm like, for, I don't know why you're running a marathon, but like <laughs> yeah, one of these guys specifically though, oh. I, I has a crazy military special operations background, like stud went to a federal team and it, he's somebody I respect a lot. He's with a unit though. That's older mm-hmm. in, in their, their average age. Mm-hmm. When I came on, he, uh, and we started talking like he, he, just started, he committed, he was knocking out these programs. What I appreciated about him though, is he would, he would, he would text me. He would call me at least once a month and be like, Hey man. And it got to turn into this thing where he was like, Hey man, I'm going to do one crazy thing a month just to see where I'm at physically. Yeah. And he started going back through like, again, running marathon. He was doing these crazy swims. He was doing this, this specific unit does this really stupid physical fitness test. And he was just going and crushing them. And he was like, yeah. What's up? Like what's happening? Yeah. My body feels better. And I'm, and again, it goes back to that point though. Yeah. The injury prevention's there, mm-hmm. but it's going to increase your performance. I think the, why it pains me when you say injury prevention is because I think a lot of guys look at it and they're like, Oh man, injury prevention. Like I don't have time for that. Like we're tough, right? The tactical yeah, yeah, community, yeah. like we're going to suck it up and just push through that injury prevention. You will perform at a higher level and feel better if you can go and address those needs. So if you're a guy and you're like, Okay, you said sprinting. So, what would that look like? What what kind of? How many times would you sprint? What yeah. Would that, so, what would that? so, if it was you, like a controlled fall, <laughs> every step a controlled fall. Yeah. So, sprint progressions can look like a lot of things. Again, I, I try to tell guys, um, and this is another. Uh, I'm not going to butcher their name, but the <clears throat> the psych the uh, doctor uh, doctor T mm-hmm, y'all had. Mm-hmm. 
One of the things I Twiddell. appreciate. Twiddell, thank Twiddell. you. Oh, you got it right like uh, a fucking yeah. month later. <laughs> Jesus. But no, the, the mindset All piece. All that counts is I passed the test this time. Yeah. Barely. The mindset piece Just is barely huge. much. Very, very important, right? When you go to the range, you train, you train, you train, you run that drill for a reason. That is exactly how the human performance should be. If you're going to do sprint work, mm-hmm. if you tell me that you do your sprint work at the end of your workout, I would ask you why. Because guys slam them weights first, man. (laughs) (laughs) So if you get to the end of the workout and you're smoked and you're now all of a sudden doing your sprint work, Mm -hmm. let's just go with the the glass, full glass here again. Let's say you're at 75% when you walked in the door. Now you're down to 65% at the end of your workout. Going back to that quote, you want to be fast, you got to run fast. Mm -hmm. Can you be fast if you're running 65%? No, I mean, no. I mean, you're training, not, you're training yeah. yourself to be slow yeah. is yeah. what you're doing. Well, you know, and I think the biggest problem is like, <clears throat> like for me, I'm at the gym at usually about five o'clock in the morning and I will hit weights for about an hour and maybe do like a 30 minute cardio deal. And it's nothing yeah. intense or crazy yeah, because that's the only time that I have. Sure. And I do it that early in the morning because that's the only time that I know that I can get it done without being bothered at work or, 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 or yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, so like, what do you suggest to dudes that, are limited, right? I mean, because they have full-time jobs. They have a family. They have, you know, extra duty at work or off-duty or a podcast or <laughs> SWAT shit or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like. Yeah, no, I listen, I, this is the thing I'm, I'm, I really, with this, this course that we're going to do. is, And first, we'll get back to that. And, and, I want you to no, talk no, no, about I, it. I know, sponsored and, 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 and by, and I, and I, yeah, yeah, hoist. Sponsored by hoist. Yeah, no, we'll go into hoist more, but uh, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I do believe in bringing subject matter experts in. Just like I believe Matt Pronka, obviously with his resume, he is a subject matter expert in shooting. Yeah. In addition to his USPSA, or I, I think it was USPSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dude's a good shooter. I would be like, hey, you know what? I want to learn from that guy. Yeah. He's a subject matter expert. I think it's very important to bring in subject matter experts into law enforcement special operations. Even though you all do not have the financial resources, maybe, that the Cowboys do. Jerry Listen, Jones here, here's, here's the thing. There's so many strength coaches out there, PTs, subject matter experts in human performance. They would love to work with special operations units. Frankly, most of the time, they just literally do not know what you all do. And they just don't even know how to, I, I crap you not. The very first unit I like, worked with. Like, shit you not? I, yeah, Same thing? Not, okay. Yeah. In grad school, I literally just called the local sheriff department. I was like, Hey, could I, uh, could I talk to the SWAT commander? And they were like, sure. Yeah. I'll put you through. And I was like, how did that happen? <laughs> like some people just don't, I mean, yeah. I didn't even know, frankly, mm-hmm. like sometimes they just don't know how to get in touch. Right. So one, a couple of things I'd recommend, I think it's important for teams to go find someone local in your community, make a phone call, just ask them. Worst thing say is no. If they try to charge you millions of dollars, I'd be like, what do I do for a living? If they can't answer that question, yeah. if they don't know what a point of domination is or, you know, like I'd be like, I tell you what, let me be your Guinea pig. You come and program for me. Let me teach you. And then you turn around and you charge everyone else a million dollars. That's what I would recommend to every single team out here. Number one, number two is I hope this course is a start. I think that we will be able to start providing TTP. The TTPOA will be able to start providing workouts. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out how we're going to launch those out. But I will also tell you at the end, I don't know if we, how we put out information, uh, contact information, but 
jake.ttpoa at gmail.com. Email me. There you go. Dude, can we make a video? Naked video. Yeah, <laughs> give me a little more context before I commit to this. But why were you rubbing no, no, yourself no. when you said, yeah. "Can I make a video? Can we make a workout video?" Again, what? What? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going at the same way he is, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude. Of course. What? What are you? What are you? Thinking? Dude, I want to be in it. I want to be. I yeah, want to have a headband. I think we're going to get some really cool stuff at this at yeah. this course. Yeah. So hey, and so you keep mentioning the course, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about yeah, the yeah, course. Let's, let's get into the course, in. man, because that's what we're. You know, that's that's part of this is that you're going to be doing everything in this course that you're talking about. So all the stuff we're talking on, I'm going to myself, I've got strength coach has uh, his master strength conditioning. Um, He's coached at division one level at multiple schools. He's going through Uh, our SWAT school. He's going through your SWAT school. We've got um, a, Ooh, man, I don't want to offend her. Um, She's, I'm pretty sure it's dietitian. There's a difference between dietitian and nutritionist. Mm-hmm. One yeah. has more of an education than the other. I don't remember which, which one's one, which. I'm pretty sure it's dietitian. But anyway, there's a dietitian. She's worked so with. Before we get it, let's circle back to that because I got some questions about that. You sound like Jen Saki. Let's circle back yep. to this. Who? Jen Saki, the, the um, White House press secretary. You don't even, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. now you look at me yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know. I live weights all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I eat. Uh, Sorry, I right. didn't vote for your president. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> anyway, uh, question, yes. All right, so <clears throat> the nutrition part. Is low. Yep. How important is that? Oh, man. It's That's, the fuel that oh, fuels oh, your body. You're, you're, well, I understand, you're, but you're like. You're my weak spot here. So very, 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 very important. If you consider yourself a professional and you feel like you are in a good place in your human performance and you do not have a diet in order, like that's, that's, uh, that you've done your homework or you're getting guidance from someone, then you are missing something vital. I will tell you this, the most elite special operations units in the world, the most elite professional athletes in the world have all this. They have all of this diet, the dietitians, uh, some of the stuff I'm, I'm working on for the, the basic SWAT course, Mm -hmm. One of the tier one units, I have a, a friend out there that she's a dietitian. She's going to be writing some of the stuff for oh, that yeah. block. So it is very, very, very important because, again, going back to our glass full thing, 75%, yeah. right? Y'all don't, have, y'all don't have room to lose. Y'all have way too much crap going against you. So tacos and shiner. So tacos and shiner are, yeah. I'm going to go with a negative. <laughs> you know, so, but, and, the, and the reason I bring this up is because I'm actually doing something kind of stupid right now. Um, and as soon as I say as this. As opposed to. I know. <laughs> your I know. <laughs> I know. As soon as I say this, you guys are going to make fun of me. I am trying, this is my second week into a plant-based diet. Okay. Like I have cut out all animal protein. Okay. And I'm getting protein from, you know, other sources, but, yeah. um, it's, I mean, I feel good on it. I don't like my strength hasn't gone down or anything yeah. like that. And, you know, like, I mean, I feel, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. So, it, and I, you're saying I voted for this. Guy? <laughs> <laughs> you vegan. So, <laughs> you vegan. so here, here's, let me take one Hippie. little small step back on the diet thing. That's not my skill set. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I have all these other areas, but I bring in someone for that part because that's not my area that I'm, I'm most knowledgeable on. Here's mm-hmm. normally what I teach is what I say, if I don't have an expert there, everything within moderation, if it comes, comes from the earth, it's probably going to be better for you. Eat your fruits and your vegetables and your meats in your situation. I'm, I'm you're doing the right thing and bringing a protein. Eat your so like yeah. you, you have the concept, but 
all of that for recovery, everything in moderation. What I don't like, what's more difficult that I see commonly, I would say, not so much your situation, is when guys come into me and they're like, man, I've had Taco and Shiner yeah. the past two years of my life. Yep, I'm going to a plant-based diet and I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I tell you what, let's just, let's start here while we eat some just broccoli tomorrow, like yeah, make, yeah. It, make it sustainable, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? It's more about sustainability and creating that habit than it is like, I need to turn a new leaf and it's all of a sudden different. Again, I recognize where you're at as a, a in a physical sense. Try it. Like what's worse? Oh, uh, I, I can be careful saying that. Bad, <laughs> bad things I'm sure could happen, yeah. but I feel like you're going at it appropriately. I, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is like, again, have you been eating Pizza Hut? for the past two years. And you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to play. I mean, not constantly. No, yeah, yeah, I know. But what I'm More saying is kind of guy. Fair enough. But my point is like, I'm down with that. That's not really my area of, of expertise yeah, yeah. to, but it's more so when guys come to me and they're like, man, I'm going to go keto or I'm going to go. When you try to cut the corners, I would say is where I'm a little bit, but it is important hesitant, to have, but diet is huge. The best nutrition you can. Absolutely. Because I mean, shit, we both know. I mean, Dude, we've fallen into, yeah. and that's kind of why, because like I changed, because not that I wasn't eating healthy, but I wasn't eating as healthy as I thought I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's one of the things I'm looking forward to of, of having Brittany come in to the SWAT school, but then in addition, she spent time, I believe, oh, I don't want to lie here, but I know she was with the Mavericks at one point, I think SMU. I wanted her to understand exactly what does a range day look like? Yeah, yeah. When y'all go have that time, it's not like y'all have freaking uh, Whole Foods across the street that you're just like, man, hey guys, let's go over there and like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's 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 range day, right? Yeah. And like survive. The shell right? station. It's what exactly. We have. And so like I, I want her to come in and address those questions. And it's gonna be on a scale. I would say you're on the more one Kevin end of skill. it as far as like you're trying this approach. Yeah. Whereas most guys are probably on the opposite of that where it's, it is more they're eating from the shell. Right. And so again, this comes back to why I'm so passionate about this. If you don't understand what that population does that you're working with in this case, law enforcement, special operations, you can, I could tell you all day what the best practices were as far as diet. Yeah. But if it'd be very different if you're in the NFL versus on a SWAT team. And so if, if that expert doesn't understand that, then, mm -hmm they're wasting your time. Okay. Right. So yes, diet is very, very important. I, so keep I, eating your lentils. Yeah. <laughs> keep keep Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, so this class before yep. Derek interrupted me with his, what am I eating? <laughs> and, um, so you reached out to me and talking about, Hey, uh, I want to do this class. What do you think? Yep. Uh, I'm trying to make it free, I'm trying to get sponsors. I'm like, dude, you, this is going to be easy, yeah. easy, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you were a little like, man, are you sure? Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. This, that was, that's easy cake. Yeah, and, yeah. um, and it, I put 15 spots out and they went in, in less than 24 hours cause they yeah. were free cause cops like free shit. Yep. Um, so it's called human performance. Um, it's, um, April 20th and 21st. First days in Garland at the uh, Fire Academy. So, what's that day going to be like? What's that? What's that like? So that day is going to be the first first half will be in the classroom. <clears throat> a lot of the stuff we're talking on, I will go in a more curriculum mm -hmm. yeah. style and cover on the whys, some of the 
great questions y'all are asking. We will cover a lot of those topics and again, a more educated curriculum style. So it makes more sense instead of me just kind of going down different yeah. rabbit holes. Um, so that's what the first part will be. We'll bring in those other subject matter experts. Um, we'll, we'll have a couple of PTs there as well. Um, actually the guys that were yeah, down at the, the comp- competition. Yep. Yep. Two, two of them at least. And then we go down to Houston. The, the other one will go down there. Um, so they'll come in and then we're, we've got another company Therabody who, uh, they're going to send a, a strength coach that they have. He's going to teach a recovery block as well. Okay. And so, um, again, I cannot, if you have made it this far in this podcast and you do not <laughs> understand this, this course, everything that is coming out of my mouth, it is focused on law enforcement, special operations. Now I would, I would say law enforcement in general, but I, I, I tailor it more to the Tor- SWAT side, us. right? Not military, not general gen pop, not the athlete, all the, all the experts that will be there the curriculum they are designing, I will be guiding on this is what this population has available. Here's what a range day looks like. And so Brittany's going to come out and watch. So they will all have that understanding. And that's where I think this course separates itself. And she's going through the SWAT school. Yep. 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 She's, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see. She was pretty, she was, uh, it was really fun. <laughs> we were talking. She was like, okay. I'm feeling pretty nervous, but I'm excited. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So she had a great attitude about it. Um, her brother I knew down at A&M, um, super good dude. And so it was, it was kind of cool to kind of reconnect. Oh, good. And, um, yeah, yeah. So she'll be there. And then, um, yeah, so that's going to be the first part of that block. First, uh, first half. Yeah, first half of the day. Second half, we'll go to the gym. Okay. And we'll actually look at movements. We'll kind of cover the different lifts that we feel are important to teach technique within reason. Okay. Uh, so guys and girls can better understand Hey, when I go in and train, what does it look like? How can I, you know, injury prevention? But again, we'll <laughs> help you for performance as well. Yeah. Um, we'll go through a warm up. We'll go through how do I, how should I be structuring my workout? We we're kind of going on earlier the sprint workout. Sprint, speed, power, those things should be the first thing you do in a workout after your warm up, obviously. But those should be the first things. To be more powerful, to be faster, you have to do them fast. So the energy system that you utilize during those, it needs to be first while you're fresh, ready to go. Because if you train those things when you're at the end, you're just, you're training yourself to be slow. So we're going to teach things like that. And here's how your workout should be structured or look at. Okay. Then we'll give some do's and don'ts like capacity training of, you know, making sure that people aren't doing crazy things like. Yeah, millions of kettlebell snatches over your head at the very end of your workout when you're super smoked already. And yeah. then you call me and you're like, dude, my shoulders, my shoulders killing me. And I'm like, Oh, what'd you do? And be like, well, <laughs> I went on an op. I got called in the middle of the night, went on another op. I didn't get to sleep. I had six Red Bulls so I could stay awake. And then I came in and I did a killer workout, man. And then yeah. I did 50 kettlebell snatches. I'm like, so you're asking me why you're short, you know what I mean? So we'll cover some of that kind of stuff. And I'm kind of joking, but yeah, Actually, we're joking, but I'm not joking. Yeah, but you're like, not. I've had sure. that question before, yeah, and I'm not. like, come on, bro. So, so then yeah. day two is going to be out the Greenville range. Yep. Um, and we could do a little pew-pewing out there. Yep. So the goal out there, we'll, uh, we'll go out there in the morning. I want to cover a little bit of the human performance stuff of what it could look like on the range. Because, again, I recognize that time is a, a valuable resource for you all. So we'll do maybe not a range workout, but again, mm-hmm. talk through some points of like, how can you utilize all your time effectively? Maybe this is a team workout type structure, but how we can do that. And then, yeah, we'll go into shooting. shooting. Um, it will, and yes, it will be a, 
a correlation to, hey, all that stuff we did on day one, how does it apply to the range? Like, how do I say, excuse me, I'm looking at my agility. How do I apply it to the range and how do I train it? So some of the questions you were asking, it's a little hard to verbalize, but that's what the course will be. We'll, okay. we'll do visual demonstrations and then we'll run them. Everybody will go through drills on decel, uh, deceleration, change of direction, all that kind of stuff. And then we'll talk about like, Hey, if you run a house, like this is how it applies. And I will tell you again, it was, it was initially for me, the Millsoft guys, I, I had some, uh, some seals that again, when I first kind of worked on this concept and I told them about the stopping and we, I taught them and they were like, <laughs> like mind blown. They're like, Holy crap, man. Why has no one taught me this? And I was like, why has no one taught you that? You know, like I was yeah. kind of dumbfounded too. Like that's where we'll answer some of those questions okay. and kind of go through it. So this course is free. How'd this happen? Course is free. Um, yeah, we, I'm very appreciative. And, and, I, and I think that we'll, uh, we'll have some cool stuff there, but um, we went through some, some networks mm-hmm. to some different companies and said, Hey, we know you all su- su- support law enforcement. We're holding this course. We would love for you to be involved um, tried to say, Hey, we're going to try to get you some marketing on, on your company as well. And we had multiple companies reach out and we're at almost $10,000 right now of, oh, wow. of how much has been donated. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So I'm pretty amped about that. We've, we've had some people that really believed in this and, um, and I think this is really just a start, frankly, like I said, we'll hold two to three more. Um, so we had multiple sponsors come in. You can go look on the site. They've not only given money, but they're also given products. Yeah. We're going to have a company that's going to give away a pistol at this thing. Oh yeah. Is it the nice comp- pistol? Is it the it's, company it's, that's listed right here? I don't remember. Shadow systems is who it is. Okay. So I talked to them today. They, uh, they're nice. going to donate a pistol. Staccato gave a good oh, chunk of money. Oh. They're going to have, we're going to have some staccatos out there. Mm, um, yeah. Now you're talking, we've got some baller companies that like have a really, uh, waste. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get back to it. I'm, I'm, I promise you, I won't forget about them. I'm naming some of the others. A lot of these are friends too, that I, I've, I've grown in the industry, uh, and, and kind of, kind of gotten to know, um, singing, singing instruments will be there. Um, if you don't know who they are, like they're baller watches. Like I, I love, uh, Jake stuff, bolt and arrow, some sunglasses, 10,000 is, um, we'll have Aaron that'll be there that you can, if you want some baller gear, He'll hook yeah. you up with a sweet discount. So ten thousand stuff. Um, you turn me on to ten thousand, and man, I really like their stuff. Uh, man, it, it is. I, I tell everybody now when when I meet them, or someone's like, "Hey, what do you got on?" And yep. so I've been really pushing that. So very very high quality. Yeah, it is. I don't want to say Lululemon for men because. Yeah. And wear Lululemon. Well, Derek's a I vegetarian. Like, I, I like so. Lululemon. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You're making fun of me and you're wearing Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. it's, said, uh, but no, it's, it's light, amazing but stuff. We're, we're it's manly. Putting, we're putting out some really cool stuff through 10,000 of going after how can you train in the special operations community and have legit gear that is designed for it. Yeah. Y'all's so, tack shorts are really great. Uh, I like those. Yeah, a lot. yeah. I appreciate it. It's, uh, it, it's been a lot of really cool stuff and I think there's good stuff ahead. So, um, yeah, Therabody, like I said, they're going to be donating some stuff. Do they make Daisy Duke shorts so Derek can wear them? Do they have any booty shorts yeah. where his balls hang out? I, I, I wanted. <laughs> Why are you looking at my balls, hey. bro? Because <laughs> they're hanging out. <laughs> I've got some good five inches for you. Like, oh, I personally like. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'll, sorry. I, I want it. 
<laughs> Touche. Should have filled there. Five inch inseam. So you're short. Okay. I, I think these are six. Just so you know, just so you know, your Ranger panties are three. I love my Ranger panties. Yeah. Thank you. My yeah. wife doesn't let me wear them in public though. So yeah. I've, I, I who cares what she thinks? I do. Yeah, like yeah. but uh, I, your I, balls I, will I like, hang out from those. I, I rock the five inches. They're they're amazing. Yeah, um, I'm over a sixer kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> if he stretches it, I pulls it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, but then we've got, let's see, next. No, uh, so we've got their body. Like I said, they're going to have a coach come out. They're doing some cool stuff. They're even going to, they're going to give away some stuff that's going to have the TTPO, TTPOA logo. It's pretty Damn. Yeah, we've been talking, uh, the the guy running the store now has been talking with him and we're trying to get yeah, those yeah, guys yeah. come to I, conference. I got him to yeah. Eric, yeah. I, I, I think they will, like. And we might start selling the website, yeah. but yeah. Yes. So yeah, Eric and I, I forgot about that. Eric and I had a good conversation today. Um, hey, Eric, we're just saying hi to you right now. <laughs> uh, let's see who else we got. Javelin Concepts, Prior Ranger, make some good plate carriers, battle belts. Okay. Uh, I'll have those out there. He's going to give away a uh, plate carrier. Wow. Um, good Dudes Coffee. I want to talk on this one for a second because I think this is really cool. Also, just show the support of the community. Good Dudes Coffee uh, is owned by Josh Bridges. Okay. Prior seal. Oh yeah. And the Crossfit. big time crossfitter. Yeah. Um, I knew him from, uh, some of my buddies that are team guys. They were like, Oh, you need this guy. Evidently he's a really big thing. Like Josh, <laughs> Britt, he, he's a really good dude, yeah. but he, he's like, he's actually a real deal, like celebrity kind of thing. Like he's, uh-huh. as I've gotten to know him, he's not like that at all. Really good dude. But yeah, he got into fighting, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think he did some, yeah, yeah he did, like he did some boxing hmm, or something yeah. like that, but I knew him from CrossFit and I know yeah. he's like yeah, boxing yeah, or MMA. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, I think it was a little stint there, but mm. CrossFitter. Uh, he is, we might be doing some programming with him, some oh, like nice. strength and conditioning programming with him. Um, but I, I think he's a, he's a good representation of special operations community that values yeah. strength and conditioning, right? Yeah. And so I think he'll be able to bring some cool stuff. Like he's going to send some coffee. Um, and then did I get everybody on here that I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And so the last one is hoist. I've gotten to know them over the last year. Super great people. They're out of, out of Ohio. They are one of three, I believe, uh, drink hydration companies that have a DOD contracts. Now, is that what you gave us at the competition? That is what I gave you at the competition, yep. So I'm, I'm really big on them. And one of the reasons I like it, um, there's some others out there that are supplement drinks, if you will, of that your electrolytes and all that kind of stuff, right? it's very uncommon for it to be the right consistency. So without going like nerd here, essentially if it's too much water, mm. it can drain the the important things out of your blood system and kind of take from you to an extent. Okay. Let's just say in, in a perfect world. Yeah. Or there can be like super sugary. Sorry. It actually be backwards. If it's super sugary and has all that stuff, it drains. If it's too much water, it can flood the system and make it diluted. Okay. Their stuff is is like that perfect. They've got research. Like I've really enjoyed working with them. In addition to, they're really good people. They care about the tactical community. Um, nice. They're doing a lot of stuff. So good deal. They really ponied up. And that's H uh, O I S T, right? Yes, sir. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And so they target specifically at the tactical outdoor community. Um, that's is who it? they are. They're constantly looking at ways to progress that. So they have in a bottle form, but they have in the powders. So you nice. can, yeah, uh, if you guys uh, want the website on that, it's drink hoist.com. There we go. Yep. Is yep. it vegan friendly for my friend over here? No, we're going to, Hey, even though we're, we're maxed out in this class, we want to see, I, I do want to see the engagement of 
I have a waiting list. I, yeah, I, I put perfect, that up perfect. there, so we'll, we'll so see what happens. Max it out because although we're going to only hold, uh, sorry, at a minimum hold three, mm-hmm. we can hold more if the interest is there. We're going to hold the next one's probably at least one in Houston and one in Austin, San Antonio area. So those are at least three, but yes. So if you're still interested in this course, email me or email Brandon and get on that wait list. Well, just, also, go, just go on there and, and register because yeah, uh, it'll put you on the wait list. Um so. Let's let's get this thing big because it, it gives us more ammo to bring in those subject matter experts to come in and teach these courses more than just like the three times we had planned. But it also encourages these sponsors to come in and say, hey, like we see the value there from the business side too, for them to get their brand out there in the space. And so go support them. Hoist, like I said, I, I really appreciate them. They're um, in addition to giving money, me, Jake Labhart. I'm speaking on my own here. Like their product is good. When used appropriately, going and drinking one of those, it will allow you to be more efficiently hydrated. Mm-hmm. Go drink one, go drink water with it, and you will be able to perform at a higher level, hands down. And so I, I really believe in what they uh, are doing. And so I appreciated them uh, coming on board. Um, yeah, we're also going to do an Instagram. So I appreciate you putting the the website. We're also going to do an Instagram post here in the next couple days next week-ish um, we'll do a giveaway, but I want to see the word get out there. Tell me what you like, don't like on, we'll kind of share some of the prize packs that will be given out of the course, mm-hmm. yeah. but multiple of these companies ponying up some cool products. Um, and so, yeah, we're really excited about it. And I, I am too. I, I are you going to, you going to try to make it out there or not, man? Uh, in April, I'll, I'll, we'll do I'll my do, best. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I will so do a, my that's best. That's a no right <laughs> Dude. <clears throat> First off, <laughs> I have a job. I got shit to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't me. wait for the guys on your team to hear this. They're going to be laughing their ass off. <laughs> uh, how far is Greenville? Oh, and Garland? Geez. I heard running. Dude, Garland's run. dangerous, dude. It's fucking <laughs> dirty up there. So are you uh, doing anything at the conference or not? Just No, I'm just, I'm just, just hanging doing, out at this one. Yeah, just that. with that newborn, I... I yeah. I, I didn't quite feel like I could put everything together to teach yeah. a course, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing some stuff in the future. Again, I, I really see this as a human performance initiative yeah. across the TTPOA. Mm-hmm. I will again, make the statement. The more interest that we see helps me a lot. Yeah. I'm to be very clear with everyone that's listening. Y'all can <laughs> confirm. I'm looking at his eyes I, right I'm now. not making money by being on the training advisory board. Yeah. Like I'm not asking to be paid for this. Like I believe that there's uh, I, I know it sounds corny, but a, a, a good that can be done yeah. and an impact that can be made in law enforcement, special operations units. However, the more interest and engagement we get from the TTPOA, the operators, it allows, it gives me ammo to go to these companies and say, Hey, here's why you should come in, bring your experts and not only just for the good of impacting their lives, but there's a quote unquote business model here, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can gain exposure in that community and the trickle down effect is big. So again, if you've made it this far, I hope that you go and engage, whether it be on the wait list, on the Instagram well, or freaking I, send me an email. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think too, one of the things that and we, we've talked about for years and years and years, we've had the tactical community side as far as the gear, the guns, all those sponsors that have, have been yeah, yeah. a part of TTP way in, in the um, supporting that. And, and sure. I mean, you have to, you have to have, you know, the gear and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and we've done that really, really well. 
but we've never had this side of a market that is going to be new to us. Uh, And it's going to be new to those, those companies as well. And I'm I'm excited about that because they're going to see a different side of, of of things that they never saw before. And and, and that's good. And we are too. And we're going to, we're both going to benefit from that. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited for the members because what this is going to do is give those guys something different, different to better themselves. Mm -hmm. Longevity. Yeah, sure. I mean, everything when it comes to the tactical community, right? I mean, like why do most guys leave a team? Mm -hmm. Injury, just injury, getting old, breaking down. They can't keep up with the younger guys or whatever it is. Right. So, this is something that, you know, if, if, if this thing takes off, which we know it will, yep. you know, this is talking about longevity of your, of your SWAT career, yep. being able to stay doing the job that we all love to do for longer. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, now, I always use that performance. We, we use the three pillars, performance, readiness, longevity is kind of what I try to target of really performance is more encompassing of all of it, but that readiness will, again, you don't know when game time is right. Mm-hmm. So the better, and I, I hear this a lot the example of like, Oh, you're sitting in your truck and all of a sudden you have to jump out and you didn't know you had to jump out kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. You, you couldn't stretch and just be ready. Like you're you're not an athlete in the sense of the word of like, it's, it's game day, right? Like Mm, I know I need to do my 30 minute warm up. However, I use the example of, again, the better prepared you were before when going and sitting in that truck, the months before that you were prepared will minimize the chance of something happening Am I making sense? Oh, yeah, like you're, yeah, it, let's yeah. just say you're going to fall twenty yeah. percent. Yeah. If you're sitting at eighty, now you're at sixty. Versus the better, you're at 60 the better prepared you are before that jumping out of your truck, exactly. the better that you're going to be perform. Exactly. So if you're just a lazy sack of shit, jump out of that truck, it's going to hurt. It's like, going to hurt. It, whether it be like you get it sustain an injury or the next morning, yeah, you could. I don't care if you're a lazy and you're not prepared. I don't care how many ops you run on and you're a, like a veteran on the team, yeah. you're still going to, it's still not going to be fun. Yeah. You're going to be beat up. Yeah, yeah. So that's the readiness piece, the longevity. Yes. Time on team. But the other one is, is when y'all do eventually hang it up and stop working, you have a life still that you got to enjoy time with your kids. Yeah. Like go travel, yeah. like enjoy your life and don't be like, man, I just, I'm so freaking beat up and my neck hurts. My knee hurts. My back hurts. Like those things can be fixed now. You and, and this is another caveat I'll put in, or maybe not a caveat. You do not need every, you don't need surgery for a lot of things. There has been tons of research shown by building that performance system. And, and I, I learned this more in the, P, the PT side of mm-hmm. school. There's a lot of those injuries that by going and doing rehab, you will have the same or better outcome than if you went and had surgery. Now, there's some things you hands yeah. down, you need surgery. But there's a lot of things in in America, in our society, that we go get surgeries on that we didn't need surgery on. Yeah. yeah. So that's that longevity piece of, man, enjoy your time on your team, feel better, do it longer, something you enjoy. But once you get off the team, feel good, go enjoy life. So another thing I want to talk, uh, I made a note, made notes here lately. Um, so basic SWAT. Yep. So one of the things that you've been uh, – tasked with is coming up with a new PT standard of trying to make PT more uniform across the organization, but still give individualism to those regions that are running them because there is, and we talked about that, there is a tradition, there is that uh, part, that that piece that makes SWAT school special, the suffering together as men and women, uh, builds a bond yep. and uh, there's certain things that each region does. That's a little unique uh, as far as just 
physical fitness, we'll say. Uh, and, and we talked about that. So kind of tell us what you're doing with the uh, the basic SWAT. And, and this will be the first one that you're you're doing it at. Uh, sure. Mine coming up in two weeks. Yep, yep. So <clears throat> a little philosophy here before I kick into this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very important that if you have a selection, the purpose in anything training-wise, frankly, that you understand what the purpose is and that that's the direction you're going. You can answer the why question. If I see teams training, I will normally try to go to the senior person who directed that training and say, if you don't mind me asking, why is this being done? Mm. If you can't give me an exact why, or if it's like, well, we've always done it that way, or my teal before did it that way, or that's not the right answer. Mm. Selection to me, I went through a three-week selection that I felt was pretty rigorous, but I look back on it and I appreciate it greatly. It's impacted my life beat the crap out of people in selection. Yeah. That is your time to be a gatekeeper to that elite unit that you're part of. Yeah. Like that is the time for it physically make it rough. Like I'm, I'm totally down with that. Once you go to it's time, Hey, now we need to train. That person is going to be on your team. Yeah. So in, in my opinion or philosophy, I guess, um, I think that at that point it is now time to be the professional and equip that person. So when they come to their, your team that you're not having to wipe their nose and they're green and it's like basic SWAT school all over again, right? Yeah. They should come prepared and say, Hey, this is what I learned. So I, I say that to say, I think how it's currently being built. I don't want to get in trouble here. Cause I still think we have to pre- present <laughs> some of this to the board, but I feel confident that nah. this is where it's going. But there has to be a standard. You you have to say, hey, I, I had a bare minimum physically prepared for this school. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't sitting on my couch eating Cheetos in my beanbag. Like I, I prepared at a bare minimum. Yeah. Now, once you have proven that you've prepared, now it's game on. Right. You should say, now I hope you understand what your job entails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How I plan on building it out. Uh, and I'm, I'm speaking with yeah, and you don't the have other to go training. All that, yeah, but, yeah, just, but looking just at it and saying... There needs to be an education piece to where some of the stuff we're covering in this course, but all basic SWAT attendees yeah. in the future can learn the certain movements and certain understanding of this is how I should be looking at my SWAT career. Yeah. And, and so then, there's going to be a block somewhere somehow. Correct. And yes. now basic SWAT. So these guys can go back and either present it to their team or just use it personally because, exactly. hey, fucking new guy, what are you do teaching us? Type right. deal. Cause right. I, I get that. And, and I think to most of the teams, I know y'all's are like that. Uh, your team's like that, Derek. Our team's like that. Uh, as far as earning, learning the mm-hmm. culture of our team, that's done within our team. Sure. Yep. We're not going to do that outside of, right, of, right, right. Of, of, of our department because it's it's us. It's that family thing. Yeah. And then, then we send our guys to the basic uh, yeah. SWAT school. And it's nothing like our stuff because it, they're, sure. they're earning it. They're, they're earning it here, but not to a lesser degree because we just can't kick people in the dick. Absolutely. All day. And I, again, I want to be clear on something. I'm not trying to make, Hey, no. let's make SWAT school or anything. No, easy. no. I, and I know let's that, let everybody, talk so I'm saying that. that there, there's a time and place for both yes. sides. I guess is yeah. my point. I think that the SWAT school should be more, there should be education. However, something we talked on right. and that I'm, I'm currently pitching to enter into the curriculum that allows different schools to be creative. So there's, if we just look at it as a two a day, a a workout in the morning and a workout in the evening, the workout in the morning is educational. Here's why we're doing it. So I'm better equipping you new basic SWAT student to go to your team and you understand better in the evenings. 
there is an event or there is camaraderie yes. to where teams have the ability to change that per their SWAT school. However, I also think it, I'm going to use a different term, legacy event. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the agencies, I like that word that they used, but it's, it's looking back on things they've had in their, their yeah. history of, of that unit and saying, Hey, this was an event that changed us. So in the TTPOA rock rocket run, the Rocky run. Yes. Rocky the, run, the, the remind me his na- gentleman's yep. name. Uh, Rocky. Oh, uh, he was from San Antonio. Yes. From San right, Antonio. Right. Anyway, yeah. Rocky point, from point yeah. being, the, the, the point being of that though, is maybe there's a legacy event that everyone that goes through the TT, anyone goes to basic SWAT school, mm-hmm. that that's something that you should learn. Yeah. Like you should learn who he was. And, and that's why we do it at the competition, right? Yes. So looking for a legacy event that it's, the point is not to break someone off or crush them, but more so it's the intent and purpose is that camaraderie that after, you know, whatever date, every person that goes to that school can say, man, I went to that event. It was tough. But to the people on the left and right of me, and everyone followed me, like yeah, we did that together, right? Yeah, and that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- exactly. And uh, so anyway, yeah, that's kind of what we're looking at for the basic SWAT school. And I like that idea of uh, the morning is like an educational yeah. Uh, yeah. part, and then the evening is the is the actual true workout. I think that's yeah, sure. that's pretty awesome. So he's coming out next week to work with uh, a few of our guys that are going to be the cadre for the for the PT to kind of show them, Hey, here's how we warm up and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think, like I said, there's a lot that you bring to the, t- to the table, uh, that, that I'm really excited about. Um, so I'm, I'm happy about that. I appreciate I'm exci- it. I'm excited. I appreciate it. <laughs> when are you not excited? <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Um, anything else yeah, you got no, for us? I was going to say, thank y'all for having me on. I, I, hopefully I didn't like blast out <laughs> into the, Never no. ever land and people are super confused, but I if hope Derek could follow it. Then our <laughs> listeners, I'm sorry, what, really follow it. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> no, I, I, I hope that people understand the, the, I, I hope that the, the organization understands the importance that I think human performance plays in the special operations community. I hope that you see the importance of bringing in a subject matter expert. Yeah. If you have questions, I'll, I am a very straight shooter. If I think someone sucks and is not doing their job appropriately in that community, I will, I will, I will your, throw stones. So what I will do is I will put your email in the description of the Perfect. podcast. So if you guys have questions, reach out. Yep. Um, Jake's going to be around for a while uh, on the board. We're going to keep you around because you're doing good work. And you are doing a video together. We're going to make a workout video. <laughs> we're going to wear tank tops and headbands. Uh, and all each other. Uh, <laughs> um, mm, no, mm, but, mm, you know, yeah. seriously, like, just like, you know, you said, like, it's a big deal. Yeah. This yeah. is a big deal. Human human performance is a big deal in our job, in our profession. 100%. And I think everybody understands that. Sure. And now they're going to have a place or a space to get that knowledge. Right, right. And Education. to kind of yeah. get that knowledge transfer and kind of figure out, hey, how, how do we need to do it? Yeah. Because this is something that we need to provide to our members and Absolutely. to the state. And, and I, I want to speak out to the members. Something that I think is is a huge asset is that the, the board – allowing us to do this. Mm-hmm. I've worked again with a lot of different agencies, a lot of different teams and organizations. This is a huge opportunity and a huge resource that is not given everywhere. Yeah. So the, for the board allowing us to do this, uh, appreciate you guys allowing me to come on. I, I really, I think there's a, a difference that can be made. I will help however I can. And like I said, they'll have my contact information, reach out, ask me any questions and we'll, uh, and Hey, good ideas too. I'm, I'm still learning. Like this is a lot of experience I've gone through to get here to where I'm at. And 
that's also why I'm opinionated. I would say on a lot of emperor passionate mm-hmm. yeah. about some of the things I talk on because I've seen it done right and wrong, but I will be the first one to tell you like I jack things up. I am not the end all be all, but if we get to that point where we're like, Hey, I'm there, like you're already losing. So you need to keep yeah. advancing. And I think the, the human performance world in, in special operations is going to continue to do that. I hope no. so. Yeah. No. Brandon, you got anything, man? Um, man, I'm just, um, that's a no. I'm going to go eat some steak. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys. Hey, uh, again, thanks, Jake, for uh, stopping by and um, talking with us. And like I said, Jake's going to be around for uh, a lot longer. So, um, so you guys stay safe. Train hard. Train hard and make some videos. Workout videos. Oh, okay, workout videos. Right, train All hard, right. guys. See you guys.